ABF Creative. ABF Creative. Hey, mm, no, I don't. What's this right here? Oh, <laughs> oh, almost got it. Just one more tug. There. Whew. One tub should be enough, right? Because I'm telling you, Oliver, don't know if I've got a round two in me. <laughs> That's what I thought. You know, it just occurred to me. I'm not sure if kids still buy for apples these days. Well, yeah, campus back in the day did, but this is a whole new generation of kids we're talking about. You've seen them with their fancy schmancy gadgets. Between us, I don't think they get out much. <laughs> Other than visiting the camp, that is. Good call. We can't forget to add apples to the list. And I'm thinking, we should ask the kids to bring candy, too. <laughs> Unless they want to feast on old mints. <sighs> Did I ever tell you that I used to be something of a candy connoisseur back in the day? Of course that's a real thing. I'm telling you. You could feed me candy blindfolded, and I'd know exactly what it was without fail. I was just that good. But that's a story for another time. We're over here, kids. Mind the leaf piles. I just finished raking. Hey, you. Any updates on my remote? Really? It's gonna take that long to repair? <sighs> well, a few weeks beats an eternity. I'll just busy myself with Halloween preparations in the meantime. Wait, why the surprise? Oliver and I did tell y'all that we've been thinking of doing something special. <laughs> Didn't we? <laughs> I've got an excuse to be forgetful. I'm old, but you kids, way too young to be forgetting. <laughs> Take a good look. This right here, kids, is part of an old Camp Red Room tradition. Yep, back in the day, campers used to bob for apples on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I know. Y'all are so impatient. Story time it is. Just grab a seat over there. I'll talk and scrub at the same time. <laughs> it's good to be productive, you know? Now, where was I? Right. Scary story. In the spirit of apple bobbing and festivals, thought I might tell y'all a tale about a carnival experience gone wrong. <laughs> It was a hot summer morning at Funland Play Park, and the air was filled with the scent of popcorn and the sounds of happy screams coming from the wild rides. Twelve-year-old twins, Latoya and Terrence, T for short, were on a mission. At least, Latoya was on a mission. Come on, T. Latoya begged, grabbing her brother's wrist to stop him from stomping off into the crowd. They had just lost another carnival game, and Terrence was ready to quit trying and go on rides instead. Let's try just one more game, Latoya pleaded. I'm sure we'll win something this time. Like... 
that? Play the game. Everyone's a winner. Terence followed his sister's gaze to the booth just behind them. What are you going to do with a giant inflatable guitar? He called after his sister as she rushed to the booth. Step right up, the man in the booth shouted. Land a ball in a can, win a prize. I'm in, Latoya said, handing over a ticket and joining the other players stepping up to the booth. She picked up a ping pong ball. Inside the booth, there was a huge pyramid of brightly painted tin cans. Their open tops seemed like easy targets for the little ping pong balls. Huh? I missed. Dang it. One by one, the other players took their shots. And one by one, the balls ricocheted off the tin can rims and clattered to the floor. Ready, set. Latoya whispered, taking aim. It's go! She tossed the ball and held her breath as it arced through the air and popped right into the top of the pyramid. Nice, Latoya, her brother cheered. I'll take that big blow-up guitar, please, Latoya told the man inside the booth. The man smirked, but instead of reaching up to take down the guitar, he reached below the counter and seemed to be looking for something. Aw, you don't want a silly old blow-up guitar, the man said, finally holding something out to Latoya. You want something a little more exciting. A goldfish, Latoya said in surprise, taking the water-filled plastic bag labeled Goldie in black marker. Inside, an orange fish blinked its huge eyes. You think goldfish are exciting? The man just raised his eyebrows in response and then called out over their heads. Land a ball in a can, win a prize. Behind her, Terrence burst out laughing. (laughs) You got a goldfish? You spent 20 tickets today and you got a goldfish? (laughs) Don't laugh at Goldie, Latoya said, holding the bag up and making a fish face at her new golden friend. She's sensitive. Can we please go on a ride now? Terrence asked. Just don't take her on the brain scrambler, the man from the booth called out after the twins. Goldie doesn't like that one. The twins rode every ride and ate every snack in the park. All that was left was... the Brain Brain Scrambler. No way, Latoya said, popping the last piece of popcorn into her mouth. The guy said that Goldie doesn't like that one. He was messing with you, sis, Terrence responded. It's just part of an act. You want to go on the scary ride, Goldie? Latoya asked the little fish as it swam around in its bag. She says okay, but then we get to go on the log ride again. Deal, Terrence said as they made their way to the ride. The Brain Scrambler was housed inside a giant dome, painted to look like a glowing neon green brain. Welcome to the Brain Scrambler, 
crackled a voice as Latoya and Terrence joined the line in the darkened dome. <laughs> Your smile looks crazy. <laughs> Latoya laughed, pointing at her brother's mouth, his teeth glowing in the black light. Not as crazy as your fish, Terrence replied, pointing at the bag in Latoya's hand. Latoya held the bag up even with her eyes as the line moved forward. He's glowing, she exclaimed, delighted. Goldie's green neon glow illuminating her face. My fish is magic. Uh, Terrence said, unimpressed. He's glowing and growing. You feel your brains being scrambled, crackled the voice from the speakers. That's glowing gamma rays seeping into your skull. Latoya furrowed her brow, looking closer at Goldie. The fish did look bigger. Goldie blinked at her again. Time to get scrambled, the voice said as the twins reached the front of the line and climbed into the little car that would take them through the ride. Terrence whooped as he and Latoya exited the ride. You held on to that fish when we went upside down. <sighs> Barely, Latoya huffed. She was cradling Goldie's bag in her arms like a baby. She got heavy. She got huge, Terrence said. He was right. Goldie's bulbous body almost filled up the entire bag now. Latoya hefted the bag up to get a better look. You think the gamma rays got her? She asked in concern. Terrence scoffed. You mean the black lights and the sound effects from that ride? Sure. They totally scrambled her fishy brain, and now she's a monster. Let's go ask the guy at the booth if we can trade for a guitar, Latoya said, shifting Goldie's weight. I don't think Goldie's going to fit in my room if she keeps growing like this. At least the bag is stretching. She'd bust out otherwise. You're just going to abandon your fish like that? That's cold, Terrence teased. At least take her on the log ride one more time. You know, to say your goodbyes. The ride rose in front of them, a towering mountain with a track designed to pull long plastic logs with seats built into the steep slope before letting each log plummet down the waterfall into a pool on the other side. I guess, Latoya said uneasily, but you have to help hold her. I'm afraid I'm going to drop her. She just keeps getting bigger. By the time Terrence and Latoya climbed into their log, it took both kids' hands to heft Goldie's bag in with them. Let's go! Terrence shouted in excitement as their log climbed the steep incline, and a few moments later, they could see the whole park spread out before them. As their log inched closer to the drop, Latoya wrapped both arms around Goldie's plastic bag. The fish was still growing, and as the log started to drop out from under her, Latoya was sure she felt a sensation, like the sharp prick of teeth on her skin. Tea! Tea! 
Latoya screamed as the log splashed down at the bottom of the mountain, water splashing over the sides of the log and soaking them both. Yes! Terence shouted, turning to grin at Latoya. Let's go again! Latoya couldn't answer. With a horrified look, she held up Goldie's plastic bag, which hung torn and empty from her hand. Ooh! <laughs> Terence let out a laugh. It escaped? It's not funny, T. Latoya answered, looking into the water on either side of the boat. I think she, like, ate her way out. Goldfish don't have teeth. <laughs> Do they? Terence let out an uneasy laugh. Well, they don't have eyelids either, but she's been blinking at me all day. Latoya said, turning around to see if she could spot Goldie in the wide pool of water behind them just before another log full of screaming people came crashing down. I don't think that was a goldfish, Latoya, Terrence said. No kidding, his sister snapped. I guess it's good she got out. She'll have more room to swim around here than in a fishbowl. Terrence was about to respond when something odd happened. Their log seemed to jump, <gasps> like something beneath it, something big and strong, had bumped it from below. Terence turned around and locked eyes with his sister. You felt that, right? Latoya asked, her jaw dropping as the log in front of them jumped, tipped, and came dangerously close to dumping out its screaming passengers. Your attention, please, came a voice from a speaker mounted on top of a fake tree. Due to a malfunction, we ask that everyone please disembark from your logs and use the walkway to exit the ride. The people in the logs in front of and behind Latoya and Terence followed the directions, scrambling out of their logs and hurrying along the walkway before rushing through the exit. You don't think that was Goldie, do you? Latoya asked nervously. She wasn't that big when she got out. Maybe not when she got out, Terence said, looking behind Latoya. But I think she just hit a growth spurt. Came an announcement from the speaker. Please run, I mean walk, I mean exit calmly. We repeat, the park is now closed. Around them, confused families were hurrying away toward the front entrance until there was no one left. Latoya turned to see a huge orange fin cutting circles in the pool at the bottom of the waterfall. What's she doing? Latoya asked before she heard the excited screams from the passengers and the log at the very top of the waterfall. They didn't get out. Time seemed to slow down, and as the log at the top of the waterfall reached its edge and began to fall, Goldie's orange fin lifted out of the water, revealing a bulbous orange body the size of a van. Water straining off of it like a waterfall of its own, and as the log plummeted down, Goldie opened her gigantic mouth. No! Latoya screamed, watching as the passenger's face turned from thrill to horror as their log careened straight into Goldie's mouth. Goldie clamped her huge mouth shut, and the screams were silenced. For a long moment, Latoya and Terrence bobbed in their log in silence. And then Latoya shouted, Bad Goldie! 
Latoya stood up in the log and hopped onto the narrow walkway that circled the pool. Latoya! Terence called, scrambling onto the walkway to follow. Drop it! Latoya shouted as she got closer to Goldie. Whoa! Terence murmured, as Goldie seemed at first to float up out of the water. She has legs! A lot of legs! Latoya responded in shock, looking up to where Goldie towered over them. A dozen thick and scaly legs sending cascades of water back into the pool. Latoya gulped. I said, drop it, she repeated. Goldie growled. Don't you growl at me, Latoya said firmly. You took her on the brain scrambler, came a voice from behind them. Latoya turned to see the man from the ping pong game booth running up to them. My sister wants her tickets back. Terence yelled at him. And you better give her that dumb guitar. Goldie? Goldie, the man called, scrambling up on the side of the pool. Ooh, Latoya shouted up to Goldie. You're in trouble now. Goldie's huge, bulging eyes focused on the man, and all at once, her jaw dropped open. Good girl the man called as a gush of water poured out, followed by four screaming people as they plunked one by one into the pool. Goldie closed her mouth. The man tilted his head and gave Goldie a firm look. A moment later, Goldie opened her mouth and the plastic log spilled out too. You're good with her, the man said approvingly, nodding at Latoya. You sure you don't want to keep her? She's sure, Terence called, keeping his distance. I don't exactly have room for a people-eating monster in my room, Latoya answered. Ah, uh, she spits them back out, the man said, pulling a small plastic bag out of his pocket and dipping it into the pool to fill with water. Most of the time. And she's usually not this big either. Gamma rays? Latoya asked sarcastically. Black lights. The man smiled. Does something to her. She shrinks back down in the sunlight. See? And sure enough, Goldie was shrinking. From the size of a van, to a car, to a bike, all the way down to a little goldfish that jumped out of the water and into the plastic bag. You are going to send me home with that? Latoya asked. That is seriously messed up. I knew you'd take her on the brain scrambler. <laughs> the man chuckled. Kids always do. It's the best ride in the park. He held the bag up to smile at Goldie. She doesn't usually swallow people, though. She usually just escapes, and the kids come running back to my booth with some crazy story about a walking goldfish. That's messed up, mister, Terrence called as the man walked away. Stop by for a couple guitars before you leave. The man answered. You earned it. Hours later, Latoya and Terrence were flopped on the couch at home, their heads resting on their blow-up guitars. Latoya sat up, turning the volume up on the television. Look at this, 
On the screen, a news anchor was standing outside of Funland Play Park. Turn it up more, Terrence said. That's right, Michael, the reporter was saying. Just after 9 p.m., county safety officers were alerted to an unknown wild animal situation. When officers arrived to this... The reporter motioned behind her at what the twins recognized as the log ride. They found what appeared to be translucent shells floating in the water. Maintenance workers insisted those shells had earlier been filled with some sort of creature that hatched and... The reporter paused for effect. ...seemed to be a fish that sprouted many legs before climbing over the side of this pool and scampering away. The twins exchanged a long look. You think? Latoya whispered. Baby Goldies, Terrence responded. I think so. They turned their attention back to the television, where the reporter now had four little Goldies trying their best to swallow her hands and feet as she desperately tried to shake them off. Drop it, came a voice off screen and the twins watched as the man from the ping-pong booth calmly plucked the creatures off the reporter one by one, dropping them into a water-filled bucket. That was when the blow-up guitar behind LaToya began to move, a familiar growl vibrating from deep inside. So, what do you guys think of the story? Good thing Oliver isn't affected by Grandpa Waves, huh, kids? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Gamma rays. I'll be honest, I'm still not entirely sure what they are, but hey, they're in just about every sci-fi or horror movie, so that's good enough for me. Ugh. Ugh. Right, uh, so on Halloween, I'll get this tub filled with water. If you kids bring those apples, We'll toss them in here and have ourselves a hoot. <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that pun, Oliver. I threw it in there just for you. <laughs> now, besides bobbing for apples, we're thinking we could do some pumpkin carving, too. You kids would like that, right? Great. So that's two things to add to your list. Apples and pumpkins. All right. Scratch that. Three things. Apples, pumpkins, and candy. <laughs> oh, don't you worry about that. We'll have this place decked out for the holiday. Just you wait. I'm sure there's some old decorations in storage somewhere. I'll just have to dig them up. Really? That's your go-to? All right, all right, fine. Oliver's got one last request for y'all. Says he wants candy corn? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Candy corn, pretty please. Thanks for stopping by again, kids. Take care now, all right? And remember, apples, candy, and pumpkins. And candy corn. Yes, Oliver, for the millionth time, we get it. 